Good day, everyone. I'm your host, James Hicks from Hicks New Media, and welcome to Perspectives and Focus, where you know we highlight the people, industries, ideas, and the technology that are making positive strides within society today. Today, my guest is Mr. Shirish Natkarni. He is a serial entrepreneur with proven success in creating multiple consumer businesses that have scaled to tens of millions of users worldwide. Shirish was the co-founder of Live Mocha. Live Mocha was the world's largest language learning site with 15 plus million registered members from over 200 countries. That company was acquired by Rosetta Stone. Prior to Live Mocha, Shirish was the founder of Team on Systems, which was a mobile wireless email pioneer that was since acquired by BlackBerry. I'm still waiting to find when the BlackBerry movie starts streaming. Maybe I can ask him about that. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> he also, you know, listen, he started his career at Microsoft where he had an integral part in engineering the acquisition of Hotmail and launching MSN.com. So I say all of that backstory. The man knows what he's talking about. He's been around the block a handful of times. And this forthcoming book of here of his called Winner Takes All, How Online Marketplaces Are Creating Modern Monopolies. We're going to get into that conversation and see where we go. Y'all stick with us. Yeah, you know, to say you've been around the block a handful of times is probably the biggest understatement that I've said, that I've said in a long time. Mr. Nat Carney, how are you, sir? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm I'm doing well. Listen, I, I'm I'm hyped about this conversation because just again, like like I said before, we went on selfishly with your background and where you've been, what you've done your perspective on on the why of this is uh, kind of kind of interesting to me so I would love to hear about that I know I was at the 35,000 foot level when I when I did the monologue but if there was something sir that I that I missed that you would like to tell the community in terms of who it is you are and what it is that you're doing besides just writing books and and making fantastic companies and, and divisions I'd, I'd love for you to share that if you don't mind yeah I, I would say that I was fortunate to have been born in the 60s um, because by the time I graduated from college, the PC revolution was well under its way. And, um, you know, I got to spend time at Microsoft, which was a leader in PC operating systems and applications. And then the internet happened. I got to um, go out on my own and build a company uh, around the internet. Uh, And then later on, um, you know, mobile, uh, email, uh, software. Uh, So I've been very fortunate to have seen various different technology transformations, starting with the PC, then the internet, then mobile, then social networking, and now AI, right? Mm -hmm. So I've just been very fortunate to have been at the right time, right place, taking advantage of these opportunities to create new companies and new ideas. Awesome. Love that. Yeah. Listen, uh, background on me. I, I gave 20 years of my life to HP. 
Uh, I gave I gave ten years to Mr. Jobs and, and and Apple and had one of those infamous one on ones with him. So I, I I will cherish that for forever. Let me, let me ask you this: with all of the success, all, with all the things that you have done, right from from a technology perspective, leadership perspective, just being in the industry, what was it that made you write this book? What was it that made you say, this is a conversation that folks need to start having as we start seeing again, the Amazons, as we start seeing the Google, as we start seeing these companies grow at an exponential scale? Why, why, why did you feel that it was your, your charter to talk about that? Well, in, in general, um, I feel it's the responsibility of folks like us who have had the experience building companies, building products, to share that with new entrepreneurs. Mm. Uh, you know, when I first started, um, you know, Team On Systems, which was my first company, uh, there was really no resource available either in the book form or on the internet on how to start a company, how to vet your idea, how to fundraise, all of that. Um, and I had to learn on my own. And even today, um, you know, I meet lots of individuals, lots of entrepreneurs, and I get the same kinds of questions time and time again. And so that's really what prompted me to start writing books and sharing my experience. I did that first with my first book mm -hmm. uh, from startup to exit, which is for aspiring entrepreneurs. And then uh, I've had a fascination with marketplaces, you know, starting with eBay and then Amazon and now Airbnb and DoorDash and so forth. Um, what's fascinating about marketplaces is that uh, it's very hard to get off the ground. It's a, there's a chicken or egg problem mm -hmm. uh, because the consumers will not come if they're not enough suppliers. Suppliers will not come if they're not enough consumers. But once you get to critical mass, then it's a, you know, the network effects kick in and it becomes, you know, a virtual, you know, flywheel that just keeps mm -hmm. on propagating itself. And eventually it's a winner take all market. So that and that so that's not a good thing. How do, how, how do we how do we get here? So I see with me, I, I have my runners. I have my notes that I was going to talk about. But th this conversation right here is, is so engaging. I'm just going to skip some of that right now. Uh, mm -hmm. How did we get to this point? How do we get to this point where, again, these large organizations, the Airbnbs, the Googles, the, the Amazons and such like that? Are they too big to fail, right? I guess I guess that is also a question that that I that I have asked because we've we've heard that talked about within society as well. How do we get to this point where certain such companies that we rely on are maybe too big to fail? Right. I think uh, the the main uh, reason we've gotten to this point is that uh, one is that um, the internet initially and then followed by mobile the total population of users um, on mobile and, and, and on the internet has exploded. Um, you know, it's not just in the US, but uh, in countries like India and China, where there are 800 million people using mobile internet. Um, and if, if one or two companies can really execute uh, really effectively, um, then, um, you know the brand becomes very powerful, and that's where. And then, as as I mentioned, network effects kick in and so forth, and they become unstoppable. So, the aspect of the monopoly is 
I guess, and, and without assuming, in, in your eyes and your perspective, you think is that a good thing? Is that a bad? Is that a bad thing? And, and I'm coming from it from it. It's uh, probably should be looked at and should be maybe regulated. Maybe should have some sort of oversight. But I don't want to put words in your mouth. I'm, I'm wondering if we can have that dialogue. What are your thoughts again when when you have these large monopolies out here? Yeah, um, yeah. I I would say that um, overall. I mean, there are many good things about mm. companies like Amazon and Google and Microsoft dominating in their space. Uh, they're generally led by uh, people who are, you know, ethically, you know, uh, uh, you know, very strong and have good business practices. But eventually, um, you know, the 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 uh, the temptation, especially within the a large organization. Uh, is to take advantage of your monopoly mm. okay. to the detriment of other players. I mean, you, I write in my book, uh, Winner Takes All, um, examples of how Amazon and Apple and Google have abused their monopoly to the detriment of some of the participants in their marketplace. Well, I almost think I, I like in that I, I made the, the, the small joke at the, in the monologue about the BlackBerry movie, right? And, and and you were integral piece of that. I'm I'm waiting for it to start screaming so so I can watch this thing and and see all of the, the, the some of the backstory of that. But again, that that's one company that a lot of us did not think was going away. It was just continuing yeah. on on a high tra- trajectory. But then next mm-hmm. next thing you know, they're they're um, negligent, right? Or they're they're nothing compared to what's out there in the marketplace right now. Let me let me ask this. I, I mentioned about regulation. I mentioned about slight oversight. Your thoughts on, on that perspective, right? Again, should there be some Congress in, intervention? Should there be some federal uh, legislation, some, some, some mandates and things like that to protect not just the company, so not just the Amazons and the Googles, but the, the consumers like you and me ourselves from, from companies that get too big? Yeah, I, I, I believe that there should be some regulation uh, in light regulation. Uh, We should be very careful about what regulation we impose on these companies because uh, these companies are competing in a global economy. And, you know, China, uh, for example, has become very, very strong economically. They have some great companies and they are starting to compete on the world stage. And so we don't want to hamstring our own Mm. companies to the detriment of the global competition. But there is a there is a, a room for some regulation. You know, for example, uh, with Amazon, uh, they will self-preference their own uh, products, you know, True. and yeah. uh, and to the detriment of others who are competing in that market. Um, and so, you know, that that playing field should be should be leveled. Uh, another example is, you know, Apple, you know, they have become a monopoly of sorts and uh, they restrict uh, how apps in their app store can monetize, right? Yeah. So um, there are regulations that are coming internationally that, that are now hopefully will also take place in the U.S. Uh, to constrain some of these players and their dominance. Gotcha, gotcha. And that's that's true. When you when you get locked into the Apple ecosystem, man, it, it's tough to get every individual component, every watch, every phone, every tablet, whatever. Right? It, it's tough to break free from that. Even if you may 
want to. Uh, so I, I hear you and I'm glad that that conversation is happening, that you're part of that. Has in the initial conversations that you've been having, I guess, with leaders at those organizations and maybe with lobbyists and things of that nature, have you seen or heard any resistance to kind of the, the mentalities and the, and the best practices and the thoughts that you're, that you're suggesting for these organizations and for these industries? Yeah, not surprising. There has been uh, resistance, though mm -hmm. some of them have called for uh, regulation. Mm -hmm. um, you know, companies like Facebook, for example, uh, which has mm -hmm. gone to a lot of trouble, um, you know, uh, to their credit, has called for regulation more to protect themselves legally. So mm -hmm. uh, they point to, you know, we are we are following the regulation and, and bad things still happen, but it's not our fault. Yeah. But yeah, uh, there is some resistance to it, uh, not surprisingly, but uh, some of the industry leaders also calling for regulation. Okay. And where, I guess, top three, top two, however many, you know, best practice do you think, again, for, and, and I'm going to say from both sides, both from, from the consumer perspective and from the business perspective, what, what do you think should be kind of the, the next steps to bring about awareness to either being being and I, I don't know be, being a bring, bringing awareness to being aware about monopolies and and how the the consumer can protect themselves that's where i wanted to go where the consumer can protect themselves and then where organizations who rightfully so listen is capitalism where organization yeah. organizations want to sell their their wares and sell their goods a amazon comes here every single day I, I, listen i i'm i'm a part of the of the cycle so yeah. uh from that perspective, right? You know, what, what are some best practices, best thoughts for the consumer and for businesses as we continue to move forward? Yeah. And unfortunately, um, consumers, um, even though the, uh, you know, Congress and the, you know, and some of the industry leaders are calling for regulation, et cetera, honestly, consumers don't really care about their mm. data products. They don't really understand, um, you know, uh, that they're being hurt by unfair, you know, competition and they're paying, you know, higher prices, etc. Um, it's very hard to um, educate uh, consumers. So um, really, the only step that can be taken is to put pressure on your local Congress person and have them, you know, have, you know, groups, uh, you know, nonprofits who track these issues, really pressure Congress to enact some of these regulations to protect consumers because consumers are not going to act on their own. So you talk, and I'm looking at my notes. So you talk in the book about creating critical mass of supply and demand necessary for a marketplace to thrive. Yes. Talk a little bit about that and, and, and kind of break that down into, into layman's terms so folks can kind of understand where you're coming from when, when you say creating a critical mass of supply and demand. Right. So as I mentioned earlier, you know, um, it's a chicken or egg mm -hmm. problem to get a marketplace off the ground because consumers will not come if there's not enough supply. Suppliers will not come in if they're not enough consumers. Mm -hmm. Uh, but you can break the logjam. Uh, I'll give you an example of DoorDash. Um, you know, when they started um, their uh, marketplace, uh, 
and it's really a marketplace because you are you know they are uh, you know helping you carry out the transaction between the consumer and the restaurant right right and so initially uh, to create supply uh, they basically uh, you know t- took pdfs of the menus from a variety of the different restaurants and put that on their website and say and said you can order from these restaurants and they would get the order and literally they would turn around and call the restaurant and and place the order wow it was I as, didn't realize that <laughs> okay yeah, it was as simple as that and then they would go pick it up and deliver the order right um it was not until later that they started calling on restaurants they hired salespeople to call these restaurants and say hey would you like to get onto our platform and by the way we've already been taking orders you know so many orders per month mm-hmm. from your restaurant so it's to your benefit to join our platform and that's how they got you know uh, started um, was to build that supply and to you know be really scrappy in doing so uh, and eventually they created the supply side which then drove the consumers to come to the okay side. i got you that makes sense that makes sense okay um that's very interesting i'm, I'm just sitting here now thinking about that from the early stages right <laughs> they're, they're taking photos and pictures and pdfs of, of of the menus that's that's crazy how how it, how it started there um winner take all talk about let's talk about the book and the book's not out yet, right? It's actually coming out officially next month, or have you? Yes, it's coming out on June sixth. June sixth, yeah, okay. You can, and it, you can pre-order, you can pre-order the book. Yes. All right, and pre-order it pre-order. on like like Amazon or directly on Amazon, your yes. website. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I will make sure that we have links to that to your your website and to the book on on Amazon and to actually these other books as well. Uh, mm-hmm. Are any of your books on on audiobook? Uh, the first book, uh, start to exit is available as an audiobook. Uh, Man, then I'm downloading it tonight. <laughs> I, I live for audiobooks, So I, I, I am downloading that maybe as okay. soon as we hang up, right? I I'm going, I'm going to get that. So yeah, I'm already buying that. That's good stuff. Uh, what, what are you looking to, what do you can tap in? What, what's the message the overarching message? I, I, I understand the concept, right? What's the overarching message you want when folks actually pick up? Winner takes all to, to get next month when they get your book. The overarching message is that, um, you know, um, some of the biggest companies in the world are marketplaces. Uh, they can be giant opportunities, but they tend to be a winner take all uh, kind of situation. Uh, and it ends up being a situation where the company becomes a monopoly and becomes too powerful. And so it's important for us to understand that, um, understand how these monopolies have abused their power, and then for our government, you know, Congress to take action to stop these monopolies from uh, taking advantage of suppliers and consumers and so forth. I love it. Yeah, I'm. I, I'm gonna put a, like a reminder on on Amazon so when it comes out, I make sure. Make sure I get get a copy of it. Uh, <laughs> um, what 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 else? Right. I mean, you, this is and I, and I ask when I and I say what else. You're you're tackling a huge conversation here with this, right? And I I expect there to be 
engaged dialogue when again when when someone in an executive leadership picks up the book and starts reading and start talking to their peers about oh you know Shiraz is talking about us right how, how we're managing our business and how we're possibly affecting consumers and society and industry and things of that nature what would be the the next tactical move for you right when, when that happens is it, is it again maybe going out and and doing workshops, webinars, coaching sessions, things like that with, with the organizations when, when they get this and hopefully put some of the practices into practice. So, or, so, you know, some of the, the methodologies in the practice, what, what, are you, what are you looking to accomplish from that perspective, right? Different than what you expect folks to see, get when they get the book, but what do you expect for you to be doing after folks actually get your book? Yeah. Um, um, so, uh, the, the other aspect of the book, um, is uh, is how to start from zero, right? Mm. Um, and and scale up a marketplace, which okay. is not non-trivial. And so, um, so I'd love to um, um, give talks. Uh, I would, if you know, if any um, corporation is thinking of launching uh, or a startup think of launching a you know, marketplace, I'd love to talk to them, give them my guidance, my advice. Um, so I'm here to share my experience and help, uh, you know, startup founders, help companies establish sound marketplaces and then avoid, you know, um, as the Google uh, saying used to go, you know, be, don't, don't be evil, uh, <laughs> which they haven't necessarily followed all the time. But, I was say, that, that one is, uh, has been swept under the rug, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, yes. Um, so yeah, what are what are some of the practices once you become a winner take all? Uh, how do you make sure that you are true to your you know your word and you are taking care of suppliers and consumers that have made you successful? Man, that's see that's that's it right there. That that's in the admirable piece right there. So I I definitely wish you some success on that. Well, wish you a lot of success on that. Where can folks find you? I've, I've, again, I've shown one link and one location right here, but if folks want to continue a dialogue, continue having a discussion, talk about your previous book, talk about this forthcoming book and, and, and maybe get in contact with you, right. In terms of some of those conversations, where, what's the best means of, of, of reaching out to you, sir? So I have a, a website, uh, which is uh, shirishnatkarni.com. Uh, which is showing up on the screen as we speak, S H I R I S H N A D K A R N I dot com, and that has um, all my talks, uh, my blog posts, uh, my my writings, uh, and then it has links uh, for LinkedIn and Twitter, which I use uh, quite often to communicate my messages. Uh, and I welcome, you know, um, I, I talk to entrepreneurs all the time. Uh, you know, for free, uh, there's, there's no cost, uh, to it. Uh, it's my way of giving back, uh, to the community. Uh, so welcome smart entrepreneurs to reach out to me and, uh, they want to have a discussion around what they're building, what they hope to uh, accomplish, then I'm happy to help them. I'm going to push this newsletter too. Yes. <laughs> I know it's the old book, but you know, I, I, I'm, I'm sure you're you're going to answer questions regardless. So I, I, I'm going to push this this newsletter as well, and again, make sure that that link is in the description for folks to be able to find uh, as as well. Uh, this is good Thank stuff. You. 
Yes, sir. You, you, you're, you're doing the good work. How about that? I, I, I really think that this is, it's an, it's an awkward conversation that has to happen. Right? It's kind of, it's one of those sensitive conversations that has to happen. Right? You, you're telling a company you're doing good, but be cognizant and be aware of your impact on society and how mm-hmm. how we can maintain clarity, transparency, all, all, all the adjectives out there. And not everyone, from my humble opinion, not everyone can do that. Only someone who has, again, been through the hoops, been through the hurdles, done, done what you've done, been, been up, down, knocked down, gotten back up, and that kind of thing. And you, you've got that uh, history in terms of uh, that, in that experience to be able to have those, those concrete conversations. So for that, I wanted to give you some flowers and say uh, congratulations and, and good luck with all of those conversations, sir. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Sir, be well, take care. And like I say, I'm going to go download that audio book for, before I go to the gym tonight. And I will speak to you soon, sir, after the book launches. And I hope everything goes well for you. Thank you very much. I uh, hope you enjoy the book. Thank you, sir. Be well.